everybody. You are listening to Tim411, and I'm Tim Conley, with a question on bad hires. And so this one's anonymous, probably for good reason, because we're talking about employees here. So let me jump right into this question. I made a few really bad hires, and now I have to fire them, but still need work to get done. What do I do? This question, a lot of times, just tries to get ignored by my clients. They try to talk about how their employees are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they want to avoid the conversation of firing the people. This one's asking because, well, it's anonymous and it feels safer that way. So we have to face a couple of realities here. You're always going to hire someone that doesn't fit with your company. Doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Could be a bad person. You might have accidentally hired a bad person. That does occur. But it could just be that they're just not a fit for your company. They're not a fit for that particular job and you have no other place to put them. The other side is that you'll outgrow people that you've hired. Maybe they were a great hire for the one job that they were doing, but now they're not capable of handling the job that needs to be done. The one they were hired for is obsolete. Maybe it didn't even materialize. You hired somebody thinking a particular job was going to materialize and nothing happened. When these kind of things happen, an employee looks like a bad hire. But no matter what the situation is, you have to do the mature, grown-up thing and do what's right for the company. And that means you have to fire people. You have to let them go. And a lot of entrepreneurs want to avoid this. It's scary. They don't like the confrontation. They understand that the people that they're about to fire need to get a paycheck and they're the one removing a paycheck from this person. And they don't like that feeling of insecurity, and they definitely don't want to do it to someone else. They're trying to be a good person. They're trying to get this. They want to be liked, but the business needs to survive. And one of the things that I've done with one of my clients was he was saying that he was worried about his employee and being able to make it after being fired, you know, that person's got bills to pay and he was going to cut his own salary to be able to make sure to keep this person. And that person wasn't a fit for the company. The person needed to go and he was going to harm himself to be able to help this other person with this misguided notion that he was being a good person doing this. It's not being good. It's not being good to the person who's not a good fit for the company. It's not good for your company. And it's definitely not good for you and your family. Why would you harm yourself and your own family and your company when you could let this person go and let them get into a job where they're a better fit? That's the question. You've got to be able to be mature enough to answer that question. And not just answer that question, but actually act upon it. You have to let these people go. And it's going to be a process. It's going to be part of your company. But let's get into the other part of this question about getting work done when you have to get rid of people. So one of my clients has chosen that he's going to wait until he has a replacement already trained up before letting that person go. That's a strategy. It's a strategy that can be done. What I said was to take the employee's responsibilities and figure out how to divvy them up among the current team 
and then go look for a replacement because it's better to get that person out of the company, put a little more extra workload on the people in the company to be able to ensure a solid company culture and let them know that, hey, if you falter, you're gone. And yes, other people are going to have to pick up slack for a little bit, but we're going to bring in somebody who's going to be a perfect fit for this company. That is actually a good message to get across because that's what a team does. A team picks up the slack for the other people when they're falling down. But if they feel like they're going to be picking up the slack permanently for someone else and that person gets to stay in the company, oh my gosh, you're going to kill your company culture. People are going to be so resentful of that. But if they know, hey, we've got to do this, we've got to make this change, and we're going to bring in someone better who's a perfect fit for this job, and you'll go back to the workload that you had, they will be on board with it. They will actually support that decision. And a lot of times you may find that you had that employee and didn't need them anyways. In my client's particular situation, he only needs half of what that employee was meant to do. So he could go out and get an admin person who can come in and do this job and cut the salary that was being paid by half. And that savings allows him to reinvest further into his company because there's other places in his company where he needs to hire some people too. So if he can get rid of one higher salary for a job that doesn't even exist in the company anymore and trade it for two lower level jobs that allow the rest of his team to become more productive, the company wins. Everybody wins in that situation. Yes, the person with the high paying job who doesn't actually have any responsibilities in the company is going to have to go out and get a job where they do have responsibilities, where they keep getting paid at that higher level. So yes, sucks for them. This does happen. They will have to go out and make sure that the value that they're exchanging for their paycheck is worth it. And what I said was make sure that person has a month severance pay. At least two weeks, right? At least cover two weeks. And I've done that with all the people I've ever fired. I've given them either a two-week or four-week severance pay. Why? It was my fault. I should have handled this better. I should have been on top of the way I ran the company. And it's not their fault that I wasn't running the company as smoothly as possible. And I understand. I'm compassionate. I want people to be able to make it in this world. And if I'm letting someone go, then I want to make sure that it's a soft transition. And if they were a good employee, I wasn't just firing them because they sucked, but they were a good employee. I just didn't need them. Then I did whatever I could to make sure they got another job on top of the severance pay. If they needed a written recommendation, if they needed a verbal recommendation and a reference, all that, I was there. I would provide it for them. I would even put them into contact with other people in my network that I thought might hire them. So I would go out of my way to make sure I helped out good employees that just didn't fit with the company. So I hope that answered the question from the anonymous person. And for everyone else listening, I hope you got value from this and that you will be mature enough to do what your company needs you to do, to really lead your company. All right, I'll talk to you in the next 10411.
Oh, P.S. Tim411 exists to answer your questions. So please go over to timconley.co forward slash AMA. That is T I M C O N L E Y dot C O forward slash AMA and ask your question and get it on the show. <laughs>